Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 122 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And I'm super excited to give you guys some great news. If you've been in our Facebook mastermind group over at NicheSiteTools.com forward slash mastermind, you are probably aware that I updated my theme finally after probably, I'm going to guess, a year and a half at least since I've been working on, in quotes, or planning to upgrade my theme on my different websites and especially niche site tools, which you guys are probably most interested in. That is complete. So I'm excited to bring you all of those details today that you know about all the things to think about when you're considering upgrading your theme, some of the added benefits that you can get by doing so, all everything to do with upgrading a theme, making your site more responsive, making it load faster, all that we're going to talk about today. So I'm really excited to bring that to you. And that's actually the main reason why this podcast episode is slightly late because I've been testing different themes over the last several weeks, different look and feels, different, you know, just when you test some new product, every one of them is different. So you, there's a bit of a learning curve to try to figure things out. So that's what took so long to get this podcast episode out. But I'm glad we are here and I'm going to give you all those details today. And you can probably tell from my voice, I'm a little bit under the weather. My wife and I have been passing something around and uh, took some time to rest and relax. So rather than do absolutely nothing, I said, hey, this is a perfect time to go ahead and record and get you guys the information that I wanted to pass along. So my loss is your gain today. So that's why we're here for today's episode. And let's get right into it. So today is all about upgrading your site, upgrading your theme, some of the reasons you may need to do so, you may be forced to do so in the very near future, a whole bunch of different things, and there's a lot of benefits, a lot of things to consider, and a lot of things, frankly, you may be concerned about, some things that concerned me, and part of that was the reason that it took me so long to upgrade my themes. I was concerned about losing some traffic, losing rankings, things where you're already getting existing traffic and you're already getting customers to your site. What if you change something, something doesn't go right? What if, you know, all these what ifs that you could be thinking about in the back of your mind, and you're probably thinking what could go wrong potentially, and it may be stopping you, it may be delaying you, it may be giving you grief, all those sorts of things. I'm here to hopefully allay some of those concerns, tell you some of the things that I went through, some of the things you can be on the lookout for, to give yourself the best chance to actually have a positive benefit as a result of making a change. First off, what are some of the reasons why you might want to update your theme? I think some of those are obvious. You might want a better look and feel. You might want to modernize your site and your theme might just be out of date and it just doesn't have that modern look and feel where it's easy to read, it's responsive, all those sort of things that can have a better user experience. But what are some of the reasons why you might need to update your theme? And those could be anything from, like I said, an outdated theme that no longer has support. It might have security vulnerabilities. There are other things that are coming out in WordPress 5.0 where they're going to require you to have the latest version of PHP, which is just the scripting language that runs underneath WordPress. I just recently read that in WordPress 5.2, which is due sometime towards the end of April, and I just confirmed that I pulled up the article I was reading from WordPress.org itself, 
they are going to require that you run PHP version 5.6.2 or higher. I don't want to get into too much technical detail there. I don't want you guys to glaze over and say, oh man, what is he talking about here? But this is something you definitely want to be aware of. Whether you know it or not, you are running PHP on your web host, assuming you have some sort of shared hosting or maybe your own virtual private server hosting. You are running a version of PHP if you're using WordPress. And if you're running a shared host like I am, like Web Hosting Hub, there are options in your cPanel interface where you log into your web hosting account. You log into your cPanel. Most of them have the cPanel interface. If you're not sure, you can definitely check with your web host and just ask them how you might change your PHP version. But there's an option right inside cPanel. I'm going to click over to there real quick. Okay, I'm in my cPanel interface for my web host now. And under the software section, there's a PHP configuration button. I'm going to click on that here. And then when you do that, what that shows you is what your current PHP version is. Mine previously was 5.6. And all you do if you want to change your PHP version, if you have cPanel in a web host like this, is you just grab the pull down, change it from whatever version you're running now, and then switch it to whatever version you want to run. So in the case of WordPress 5.2, let's say you're running PHP version 5.3. If you want to make sure you can run WordPress, you can switch to the minimum required version, which will be PHP version 5.6. If you are running something like a 5.3, generally speaking, if you switch to 5.6, it's not going to cause any problems. It's going to give you the increased security. It's going to bring you up to date as far as that version 5. So that's definitely what I would recommend if you're going to stay on version 5, at least switch to 5.6. You're going to be required to for WordPress 5.2. But hopefully most of you are running PHP version 7.0 or higher. One big thing to keep in mind, if you are running PHP version 5 and you have an older theme like I did, if you switched, if you grab that pull down, change it to 7.2 or something like that, and you apply it, your websites might break. My website's broke. So several of my websites that were not running updated themes, they did break. They did have issues. As soon as I did that, I went to my main web page, clicked around some different things, and I saw errors right on my website. So I immediately knew that I could not update my PHP version to take advantage of some of those security fixes and things that can make your website quicker and all that without updating my theme. And because a lot of themes that are coming out these days and because WordPress is trying to get you to update and get PHP version 7 in there so you can take advantage of those additional security updates, you can speed up your website. You can definitely make sure that your website is compatible with the latest version of WordPress and it runs best with PHP version 7.x, etc., etc. So the, the, that's where everything is going. So you want to definitely check this out. You may not know what PHP version you're running. I didn't know what version I was running up until about a year ago when I started to look at the different themes. But you can easily tell if you have any web host that has any sort of support, hopefully good support like Web Hosting Hub has. Having been with my web host for about seven years now, I think actually a little bit more, you know, I know that I can always get great support. So I'll just instantly hit their chat feature, ask them the question, where do I go to find this? And they would tell you, something like that. Go into your cPanel, go into your software section, and there's a PHP configuration button, and you can see exactly what version you're running there. And you might want to experiment a bit. If you're in your cPanel interface, just have another browser open with your website, and then 
switch from one version to another. If something breaks, all you have to do is switch it back right in your cPanel interface and things will be exactly back to the way it was. It doesn't affect any of the actual content on your website. It just changes the settings that tell WordPress what PHP version to use. So it's really easy to test and see if you can take advantage of the newer versions of the software. So if you're not sure what version of PHP or other types of software that your theme provider recommends or requires, you can check with them. If you have no way of getting in contact with your theme provider and you haven't gotten updates in six months or a year or even more, chances are your theme is out of date. And this is something you want to be increasingly concerned about and aware of and really be planning to make an upgrade if your theme is out of date and not getting regular updates. I mentioned in the Facebook group also Recently, there were several exploits of various plugins for WordPress, of WordPress itself. So there's been a lot of things that require you to make a security update right away to patch these holes that were being actively exploited out there. So updating your WordPress, updating your themes is something you want to keep on top of maybe once a week now. At least take a look, see if there's any plugins or themes that need to be updated and keep on top of that. Always take a backup before you do that with something like Updraft Plus Backup and Restore. Take your backup, do your updates. Hopefully everything will go well as usually nine times out of ten it will and then you know for sure that you are keeping things up to date and you're doing the best you can to prevent you know hacks and different security vulnerabilities from happening on your websites you definitely want to keep on top of that it's only getting worse as i'm sure you see in the headlines with all the credit card breaches and data breaches on different company websites and inside different companies this can also happen to wordpress websites and any other websites out there so it's something that's becoming increasingly more important. And for me personally, it was a combination of all these factors. I'll give you the exact reasons, and that was one of them. I knew that coming up that WordPress was going to require you to run version 5.6 of PHP, which I was running, but I knew after that they're really going to be pushing to get you onto 7.0, etc. So I know that's their direction. They want people to get up to date so that they can take advantage of all these features and that WordPress runs the best that it can because it's designed for PHP version 7. So I knew this was coming. Another main reason was that I noticed that the response time on a lot of my sites had slowed recently. And I think it has a lot to do with WordPress 5.0 and the fact that it's just a more robust system, a lot more features to it. And of course, it's a new version, a brand new version of WordPress. So they're constantly working to put more patches out and make things faster. But when I did update to WordPress 5, I noticed some additional slowness on my site. Because my theme was out of date and because I'm using an older version of PHP, that was definitely a huge contributor, but it did become even more obvious that my site was much slower than it should be. And if you guys aren't getting a good experience going to the website, I need to do something about it. So that was really a huge driver, the fact that the site was not as fast as it should be. So I was hoping that updating to a new theme would allow me to update to say PHP 7.2, and that should increase the speed of the site as well. In addition, I knew that I was running a lot of plugins that were specific to my older theme that I could disable as soon as I upgraded to a newer theme. For instance, it was not really a mobile responsive theme, so I was having to run WP Touch Mobile. It's a great plugin, does a great job, but there was at least five or six different plugins that I was running specifically because of that theme 
that I knew I could disable. And anytime you can disable plugins, you have less things to keep up to date. You have less things that can take up resources on your website. So it can make things run faster just by eliminating extra plugins. And in addition, I was testing out the new Amalinks Pro plugin, which is an Amazon affiliate plugin, allows you to quickly, easily insert links to Amazon products as an Amazon affiliate right in your WordPress dashboard. I'm going back to make a quick edit as I forgot to mention they're currently running a special on Amalinks Pro. If you are an Amazon affiliate or if you desire to be, this is a great plugin to help you insert Amazon affiliate links right from your WordPress dashboard. And the best feature that everybody's been waiting for is the table builder piece. You can build mobile responsive comparison tables so you can have, you know, five or six different products all compared, all showing their lowest prices available, fully customizable, fully responsive. It's something that has been lacking in the space. So right now they're running a 50% off special. So if you want to check that out, you can have head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash Pro, or there'll also be a link in the show notes, which will be nichesitetools.com forward slash 122. And over the past month or so, I've been using the plugin. I switched my sites over to it. I've been testing out some of the features for the creators, Matthew Allen and Alchemy Coder, which are both in the community. So I've been working with those guys, helping them out, offering suggestions on the product, and just really trying to kick the tires and you know give them some good feedback on the product. But of course, since this is a brand new product, uses the latest technology, they would want you to be on the latest version of PHP 7 as well. So I had to mention to them that I currently cannot upgrade my PHP version unless I get off my theme, which I'm working on. I'm trying to get to but I just haven't gotten there yet. So Matthew Allen, the down-to-earth co-creator of the product, when we were talking about different things and the fact that I couldn't update to PHP 7, took a look at my website, called me out. He said, hey man, you really need to update your website. What the heck are you waiting for? You need to be able to have the ability to upgrade to PHP 7. The theme looks a bit out of date. You gotta bring things up into the modern world. So if you're listening, Matthew Allen, thank you for the suggestion. Sometimes you just need some tough love and you need to hear it from somebody else. So it was a whole confluence of all these things that I really were, I was almost there, but I really needed that push to say, hey man, you really need to do this. Stop what you're doing. Put everything else on the back burner and you need to work on updating your themes. So if you're in a similar situation, you're running an outdated theme, your site hasn't been updated, it looks like it's from 1985, you need to update your theme. I'm here to tell you, you need to put everything else on the back burner and at least bring things up to the point where you can run a PHP version 7.0 or higher, preferably 7.2, 7.3, and then you can update your theme. You're getting theme support. You're getting security updates. All of your plugins are up to date. Everything works well together and it's optimal. It runs as fast as it possibly can because you are up to date. You need to do that that for your websites. And I can tell you the results will be worth the effort. So now you know some of the main reasons why. You might just want your website to look better for your audience. You might want it to run quicker. You might need to update it to get all the security updates. You may need to 
update things in order just to run the latest versions of WordPress that are coming out. There are all those different wants and needs that I think are obviously pretty clear on why you should and would want to update your themes. So let's shift focus a bit now. Instead of focusing on the why you'd want to update your theme, how to update your theme. So obviously the first things to consider is how are you going to choose a theme? And this is the one that really bogged me down for months and years. And that's just part of it. The other part was procrastination. The other part was the possibility of what could go wrong. But a lot of the issue was what theme should I choose? And this is where so many people like yourself can get bogged down just like I did because there are literally thousands and thousands of different themes out there. So which one should you choose? What website should you go to? And for me personally, my goal is what theme is going to be easiest to use without going into huge technical detail. I am personally terrible when it comes to reading instructions. So when they say RTFM in technology speak or probably probably anywhere really, which stands for read the bleepin' manual. I am terrible when it comes to that. I just want to pick up something, play with it, figure out how it works, figure out how to make it work. And if it's not intuitive for me, or if I have to follow really detailed pinpointed instructions like putting together an Ikea piece of furniture, I just don't do really well with those things. I like to look at something. I like to try it. And I like to say, well, can I make it do this? Let's try to do this. And I think something should be intuitive enough that you can figure that out without spending hours trying to figure out how to make it work. And I work in technology, so I know a lot of these complex, more modern systems, there's going to be some instructions on what to do. So I'm not oblivious to that fact, but I set out when I went to pick a theme, I wanted to be able to install the theme, try it out, and without too much effort, I would say less than a couple of hours, I would be able to on my own figure out how to make my website basically look like it does now, but have everything updated with a new theme, new PHP versions, and everything up to date, but have a similar look and feel at least to start. So I wanted to have everything modernized, but I didn't want to go through a completely different wholesale change to the website just yet. So that's what I set out to do. So of course, initially, I have access to a lot of themes that I paid for over the years. I do own or have owned different themes from Theme Forest. I have the Elegant Theme suite of themes. I have access to Thrive Theme from having a Thrive membership to all of their different products that I utilize. So I have access to a ton of not only just free themes that everybody has access to, but I've purchased different themes, different theme packages. I pretty much had too many themes. When presented with so many different choices, we tend not to make any. That was absolutely a big part of my problem. I did go back and try several of them. They didn't have the same look and feel that I was trying to get out of my website, out of the box. Of course, you can always customize these themes, but the big question was how long is it going to take me and what's the learning curve? And most of them, you get a specific theme because you already like the look and feel right out of the box. It looks exactly how you want. It looks cool, has a lot of the features you want. You purchase that theme for that reason. And with a little bit of modification, you can get your website to kind of look like the demo site and the reason that you bought that theme. And then you can just tweak 
it and customize it a little bit to give your own personal spin on it. But because a lot of these themes didn't look necessarily like what I already had, it was going to take a lot of effort just to tweak things to make them look how I wanted them. And that really wasn't the intention of those themes to start with. So I discounted a lot of the themes I already had. And there's a part of me that always likes to try something new as well. So that's the techie, that's the gadget guy in me. I like to try something brand new. So I started to look around a bit in some of the materials that people that I follow had recently put out, checked on some different websites to see what recommendations were currently. And a name that came up over and over again was Generate Press. And that's something I had heard about, but I didn't know much about it other than I'd heard the name before. And it was one that I had never looked into, at least as far as I can recall. And the interesting thing was when Matthew Allen made the suggestion, the strong suggestion that I update my website as soon as possible, Generate Press was the theme that he recommended and utilized as well. So I'm a firm believer that when you're focusing on something, like I was focusing on I need to update my website, and what I found is when you focus on things like that and you have a single focus, the universe has a way of bringing you the information that you need when you need it. So I had all these different factors that were suggesting Generate Press to me, and then that was the final straw. I really need to check this out, give it a shot, and see what it does. So it the good thing is that it is a free WordPress theme. However, it does have a premium plugin that you can add on to it, which gives you the ability to do all the customizations that most people would want. So the good thing is it is free, absolutely. You can try it, you can install it for free, but a lot of the things that you would want to tweak as far as the colors, the layout, all that stuff that would make your life easier, you're most likely going to pay for that additional premium plugin. So if you are considering updating your theme, I'm going to suggest right here, quit looking at all the different themes. Unless you have one in mind, you know one that looks exactly like you want it right out of the box, and it's something you can install, you're good to go, you can run with it. If you're unsure what themes to check out, I think this is going to be a really great theme to check out, especially for beginners, but I'm clearly not a beginner, and I thought this was a really great theme. So if you are interested, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash generate press and it'll take you right to that theme and again it's a free theme initially but most likely you are going to want to pay for that premium plugin and that's exactly what I did eventually too but I did try it out I installed it and the good thing with WordPress these days is if you haven't updated your theme in a while or tried a new theme there's a really cool live preview option so that when you go to appear in your WordPress dashboard you go to appearance themes you'll see all the themes that you have installed and you can install a theme right from there or if you've downloaded the theme you can upload your theme either way and then once you do that there's a live preview button that is a really cool feature that wasn't always there and what that allows you to do is to keep all of your content, keep your theme running there, but you can hit that live preview button and see what your site would look like on that new theme. And the cool thing is you can even go into the customization options and tweak things right there in that live preview without actually publishing. So you could tweak your website. You can kind of get a look and feel to see what your website would look like, see if there's any weirdness going on there. 
there with your existing content or anything that's out of the ordinary without actually changing your theme. So that's an invaluable resource to have that you might not be aware of if you haven't tried to update in a long time. So that's exactly what I did. I tried the live preview, I tweaked some things, and I was quickly finding out because Matthew mentioned that to me, he's running that premium plugin as well. And he said, most likely everybody's gonna wanna install that because that really gives you the ability to easily change things that you would normally wanna change, like the column layouts. You can change the typography, you could change your colors. All that sort of stuff is made so much easier with the premium plugin. But I did want to try it out and say, hey, is this at least acceptable? It's pretty close to what I'm looking for. I know there's some additional features that I'm most likely going to purchase anyway, but does it at least right out of the box in the free version look promising? And absolutely it did. So I spent about two or three hours playing around, tweaking different things, and I could clearly see that things were going smoothly and they were very intuitive. And I was getting to the point where I knew that it was going to meet my needs, but I needed that additional functionality of the premium plugin. And the premium plugin is currently, I don't like to talk prices in the podcast because that can change all the time, but I'll just let you know the premium plugin for Generate Press is $49.95. And there were several key factors that made it a no-brainer for me. One was that you can run this on an unlimited number of websites. So I was planning to update most of my websites to a new theme. So I was planning to use this on four or five different websites for sure. And the other thing is that it had a 30 day money back guarantee as well. So there was no concerns on if this really for some reason didn't meet my needs. I always like to have that ability to get your money back. Of course, who doesn't? And on top of that, you get a full year of updates and supports and things will continue to run fine if you were to cancel your subscription after that year. But of course, in order to get those product updates, in order to get the security updates, you're going to want to keep that. And support was another key factor. I always want to make sure I have that great support so that it's there when you need it. If you don't need it for the most part, you're probably not going to need it on a regular basis. But when you do need it, you want to know that somebody's there, just like my web host. Like I said, anytime that I need to use their support, they're always there via chat. They've always been helpful. I've never had a problem with them. That's so important. And that's part of the reason I've stayed with them for so long. So one of the first things that I wanted to do was, like I mentioned, I wanted to set up the new website similar to my existing one. So my existing niche site tools site, if you've been there recently, it's always had a single post at the top. So you can see the full most recent post there. And then underneath it, it has the various most recent posts underneath that side by side. So it's like a two column underneath there with just a little excerpt from each of those different posts, like maybe five or six posts underneath there. So you'll see the most recent full posts and then several excerpts of some of the most recent posts after that. And like I said, I don't like to read the manual. So I was just clicking around. I was getting things to work how I expected by just doing a couple of clicks here and there. And for the most part, I had almost everything looking like I wanted to, except for the fact that I couldn't figure out how to get that look and feel. So the first post, full post, and then a couple of most recent posts underneath there was excerpts. So I did a quick support request and I asked specifically for that. How can I go ahead and do that? Can I go ahead and do that? And what would be the steps to do so. And within a matter of hours, I got a response back from the plugin creator that said, have you looked into the column feature? If you have the premium version, you just go here, click this button, 
and you can separate it into two columns and then you can insert this CSS code which will make your most recent post a full post. Boom, right there, I got an answer within a matter of hours. It was exactly what I was looking for. I followed the exact steps. It took me less than five minutes to do what he was recommending I do. He told me exactly how to do it and it worked like a charm. So that's another thing that I like to do, especially during that initial 30-day period or initial trial period of something, is to test out their support. If they say they have excellent phone support and that's important to you, call them. If they say they have excellent chat support and that's the way you prefer to get support, do that. Make sure you do that. Test out their support to see if what they're saying is true. In several cases in the past, I have done this, and as a result, I've decided either to switch from these different companies or not utilize specific products because they did not stand up to what they said as far as their excellent customer support. And I say that sarcastically. I think you could probably tell in my voice. But the main point is that customer support is so important to me. And having that support, if I'm making a recommendation to you guys, I want to know that somebody is there to stand behind it. If you guys have problems, I'm not going to always be there to be able to answer your question right away. If something breaks on your website, if anything like that goes on, you're going to need to contact the support of the product that you purchased. So you want to know that somebody's going to be there to answer those queries. And I can 100% say that not only just looking at my support requests and how responsive it was, I poked through a lot of other different support requests out there that you can see in their support forums. And he does a great job of really answering people's questions and solving their problems. I've seen where he and his support team have gone way above and beyond. People clearly have a problem with their website and it was either self-induced, nothing at all related to the theme, like I installed this plugin and I tried editing something in the database and, and this and this happened and him and his support team go way out of their way to get customers a resolution even if it's not directly related to them. And that was a great thing to see and clearly I would have no problem paying $49 every year to make sure that my themes are up to date, that I have the latest security patches, I have the latest features and I have that support. So that's another thing. If I'm going to be making a purchase, I want to know that a year from now when it comes to time to renew this product, am I going to be really in that I have to pay that or is it just going to be a no-brainer? It's going to be, up oh, time to pay it again and just move on. Absolutely, I think that's going to be that way. And in addition, something they tell you right off the bat when you do make the purchase, when you go to renew in a year, they're going to automatically give you a 40% renewal discount. So you're going to pay less than you did when you initially signed up. That's something you hardly ever hear. You always hear about signups for new customers. New customers get the best deal. But clearly they want to keep you as a customer and that's really refreshing to see that existing customers are automatically given that renewal discount. Let me look at it again. It said it was a 40% renewal discount. So let me plug in a calculator here. So $49.95 is the price for that premium plug-in and times 0.6, which will take 40% off. $29.97. That's awesome. I didn't even realize it was that inexpensive for the renewal. So to me, that's going to be 100% no-brainer, no questions asked. I'll pay it and I won't even think twice about it. But my point in talking about all the details of GeneratePress isn't to do a big promotion of GeneratePress. However, it is absolutely going to be my recommendation if somebody came up to me and said, hey, what theme would you recommend I use? It's definitely going to be GeneratePress is the first thing that comes out of my mouth. 
For all the reasons that I mentioned, because it's so easy to use right out of the box, you don't have to have a background in technology. You don't have to spend hours and hours watching videos, tweaking things. You may want to. You may be that type of person. And to get the most out of it, that may be your best way to go about doing it. There's a lot of demos, a lot of tutorials, a lot of videos, a lot of information out there that you can consume. What I'm saying is for most people, you won't have to. And one of the funny things was I asked folks in the Facebook group if they could take a look at the site, let me know what they think, make sure everything works. And across the board, all the reviews are great. They said it looked so responsive. It uh, was e much easier to read. The site loaded faster, all those things that you were hoping to hear. And then I thanked Matthew for his suggestion on checking out the Generate Press theme. And he was surprised. He didn't realize that I was running Generate Press. That's because my site looks how I wanted it to look. And his site looks completely different, but it was just as easy for him to install, configure, and make look exactly how he wanted to. And a lot of times, different themes out there, they may have a particular look and feel, and of course you can customize them somewhat, but a lot of them have a similar looking home page, and you can easily tell exactly what that theme is because so many of those websites look so similar. But with Generate Press, unless you just install the free version, make zero changes whatsoever, you're probably not going to even be able to tell what theme somebody's running. So that's a really cool feature too you can have things unique on your own website and you don't look every, like every other website out there. So all that to say, if you are looking for a theme, that would be my first recommendation. It's free to try it out. You don't have anything to lose if you do pay that $49.95 for the premium plugin for Generate Press. You'll have a lot more features. You have 30 days to try it out, so nothing to lose there. And again, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash generate press, or of course, you can go right to their website and pull it down or through the WordPress dashboard as well. But it will be listed in my recommended resources if you go to the main website and click on resources at the top. That is going to be my top recommendation as far as what theme to choose going forward. And if you have any questions about what I recommend as far as keyword research tools, website hosting, of course, themes, that's the one place to go. NicheSiteTools.com, click on the resources button at the top, or just NicheSiteTools.com forward slash resources, and you'll see all my latest recommendations. So that takes us through choosing a theme. That's what I went through. Again, I tried at least five or six different themes, and Generate Press was the one that I ended up choosing, and I think most of you would really enjoy using that theme. I think it's really really a one-size-fits-all, great for beginners, great for experienced people alike. So I think it really has a broad appeal. So I'm really excited that it worked out for me and that I could bring it to your attention as well. So now that we've chosen a theme, what are the things to be on the lookout for, things to consider, and things that you should check out before you hit that publish button on your new theme and switch over completely? So there are several things you want to check out, like I mentioned. One is that live preview. You want to make sure that all your existing content and everything that you have as far as plugins and things are compatible with the new theme. And when you do try that live preview, that should give you enough of an idea of, you know, all of a sudden if you click live preview and everything breaks, clearly there's a problem and you can reach out to the support team and say, hey, I haven't purchased the premium version yet, but I need some support before I were to sign up that says, hey, this, something isn't working. And of course, they're probably going to have seen some issues like that before. If there's some sort of plugin that you have that maybe is out of date, you didn't realize it. 
you thought you were up to date because it says there's no updates available, but maybe that plugin hasn't been updated for three years and that plugin is no longer maintained. It still serves its purpose, but it's not kept up to date. Most likely it has security vulnerabilities and most likely you should try to find a different plugin that accomplishes that same purpose. There's usually always multiple plugins that do different things. So this is going to bring to light some of those issues. And when going through this process, I did find that was the same thing in my situation as well. I had all my plugins up to date, but there were some plugins specific to the outdated theme that hadn't been updated in quite a while as well. So the good part was I didn't need that theme anymore. So once I was completely done, I found that I can get rid of a lot of those plugins that were no longer needed. And you'll probably find something similar as well. You may have plugins that were specific to your theme to get things to work right that you no longer need. So you can get rid of that overhead and that's a great added benefit of going through this process. But there's some other things to consider as well as the plugins that you have, making sure of course everything that you can update is up to date before you upgrade your theme. And there's also several other factors that to consider depending on what type of theme you're running and how your site is set up. So if you're familiar, if you've been doing this for any length of time, you might be familiar with the Yoast SEO plugin or WordPress SEO. It's been called different names, but it's generally been referred to as Yoast SEO. And I think that's the current name of the plugin as well. So if you're using that plugin, chances are you're good to go. If you've been using that from the start, you probably don't need to do too much when it comes to that. But my particular theme had some SEO stuff built in the majority of the features that were in Yoast as far as every time you publish a post there's a meta description that shows up underneath there it's about 140 150 characters that when if somebody were to find your content in Google let's say you did a review on the generate press theme review so you're ranking somewhere on the first page of Google for generate press review and there's that little blurb underneath the link to your content. You can fully customize what you say and what appears. Normally, if you don't type anything in your meta description, Google is just going to grab the first 140, 150 characters of your content, and that's going to be what shows there by default. But in most cases, you're going to want to have control over what appears there. For example, if I was doing a review about Generate Press, I would say, hey, are you looking for a great WordPress theme that doesn't require a lot of your time and is mobile responsive and blah, 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 blah. And 140 characters or less, you're going to want to get that person to click on your article over somebody else's. So you're going to want to give them all the details on what that article has in a little 140, 150 character blurb. In addition, there's a lot of great features and other reasons to use Yoast. They do a readability score on your content so that if you want to know how readable your content is, as far as how it looks, how your wording is, do you repeat a lot of the same words? Do you have a lot of run-on sentences? that type of stuff it can show you and it'll show you a green light or a red light next to each piece of your content in the WordPress dashboard and this is all free so there's a lot of great reasons to use Yoast and now that I am on a new theme I'm 100% converted over to using Yoast I've used it in the past for different things but because most of the themes that I was running had the SEO Yoast type features built into it I didn't need to and if I wanted to switch to Yoast I had to do a conversion. And if you are in a similar situation, you're using an old theme or a theme that has some of the SEO benefits like the meta description, which is the primary one, and the meta keywords, which isn't really used as much anymore, things like that. If you're doing that in your theme or you have been, 
I would suggest that you switch things over to Yoast SEO prior to switching to your theme. So basically what that does is it's going to take all your meta descriptions and all that data, which is stored in your WordPress database, and it's going to convert it from your theme to the Yoast SEO plugin. So first you'll need to install that Yoast SEO plugin, and then you'll want to install this additional plugin I'm going to tell you about right now. It is also a free plugin. It's called SEO Data Transporter, and I will link to that in the show notes. So it'll be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number one, two, two and I'll link to it there. It's really easy to use. Once you have Yoast SEO installed, you would just go into this SEO data transporter plugin, activate the plugin, and then you go into the settings. What do you want to convert from and to? And there's a number of different options. You can choose from different themes to different plugins like Yoast, which in my case is what I did. I chose my theme from the list there, and then I chose Yoast SEO on what I wanted to convert to. And surprisingly, it had no issues whatsoever in my case. In the past, when I've tried that, I had maybe 10 or so different. It told me there was errors. It said it converted it for 130 articles, but these 10 articles, it couldn't for whatever reason or another. That did not happen this time. The last time I tried it was well over a year ago, so it must have gotten better at how it does things. Hopefully you won't run into any issues, but if you do, I remember at the time it told me what 10 articles it wasn't able to do, so you could manually copy paste that. But the bottom line is you want to maintain that data because if I did not convert all of that SEO data from my theme over to Yoast, I would have lost it. So what that means is any content out there that's ranking in Google, I would have lost my meta description. So all the different, I probably have hundreds and hundreds of different pieces of content all of them would have lost those meta descriptions that I spent a good amount of time creating. Every time I publish an article, I like to have a meta description there when relevant, especially for review posts and things like that, so that you're telling your audience what your piece of content is about and they're more likely to click on it. I definitely did not want to lose all of that data. So if if you're in a situation like this where you have not used a plugin like Yoast SEO previously, that's something you're definitely going to want to look into. If you're not even aware of what a meta description is, it's a little box below your content and you've never touched it, then that isn't a concern for you as far as the migration goes. But I'm definitely here to tell you that you should be aware of that and you should utilize that to your advantage. It doesn't take a whole lot of time, probably five minutes or less when you're done with your content, just to summarize what it's all about in 150 characters or less. And it's usually around 140. And the Yoast SEO plugin will tell you once you approach the optimum length for that meta description, it'll give you a green light. And if you go beyond it, it'll turn red. So it's got a lot of great visual features and it really makes your life a lot easier. And it helps you with SEO. It helps you create better content. If you use some of those features as far as increasing your readability score, and all that, it can only benefit your content. And again, it's free. I believe they do have a premium piece, but I've never needed to use the premium. So far, you may find some features they have. I'm not even aware of what the premium features are of the Yoast SEO plugin, but I haven't needed to use them. So if you're not yet using Yoast SEO, install it, check it out, kick the tires a bit. It's definitely one of the best plugins out there for SEO goes. And I use that SEO data transporter to transport that meta description and all of that sort of SEO data from my theme over to Yoast. And it was a seamless transition 
all of it's there, everything worked great, but that is definitely something to consider before you switch over to your new theme to make sure that all of the SEO stuff that you've been working on over the years remains intact. So that's one key thing to be aware of that I wanted to mention up front. Other than that, there really wasn't a whole lot that I personally had to do other than, like I mentioned, I made sure that all my plugins that have updates were up to date. I do that on a weekly or semi-weekly basis already, so there's very few updates to do, but make sure that you do do that. Make sure that you have a full backup prior to doing any updates, any changes like that. That's always what I recommend, always best practices. Use a plugin like Updraft Plus Backup and Restore, which is the one that I use, and I definitely recommend you take it advantage of the features that allow you to back up your site to an external source. So it's good to have a copy on your web host. That way it's quick and easy and available. But I always like to do my backups off-site. You could choose free accounts like Dropbox. If you utilize Amazon AWS, you could use S3 to store those files. But I definitely recommend that you store your backups off-site. That way if anything really bad happens, you have that off-site backup and your web host can help you restore that with no issues at all. So that's always a good recommendation no matter what you do. Even when I just update plugins, I always take backup just to make sure nothing goes wrong. So that's always key. And one other thing that I did because I was really interested in the performance factor of upgrading my theme because I wanted to make sure that as a result of all this, when everything was said and done, my site ran a lot faster because that was really important. So what I did, I typically use GT Metrics, which is gtmetrics.com. And you can just go there. There's also a plugin you can use, but I like not to use a plugin for that because I don't want it to take any more overhead. So I just go to the website typically and then from there I'll select the Dallas region which is the closest region to where I am and that's where I want the test to run from. And it'll go through and it'll speed check your website and tell you couple of different suggestions on things you can do to make your website go faster and it'll give you an overall rating. But most importantly, I'm interested in the number of seconds it takes for the website to load. And there's another main website that a lot of people use called Pingdom. P-I-N-G-D-O-M dot com. And you click on tools and then you can speed test your website from there. Choose whichever region is closest to you. I think Washington DC was the closest one to me. So take a couple of baseline tests. And by that, I mean, before you do anything to your website, before you change anything, get the speed of your current website before you make any changes. And what I recommend is you do that multiple times, multiple days and different times on those days. So I did about 10 different speed tests. So I did, you know, I did some when I got home. I did some in the morning. I did one on a weekend and do it at different times because you may experience vastly different results depending on the time of day, the amount of traffic that's going on on the internet, all sorts of different things. It may be a factor of how many people are on your website at a specific time. So it's never going to be exactly the same. So it's certainly not an exact science, but what you want to do is get 10 or so different baseline numbers so that you can kind of get an average. And that's exactly what I did. I got about 10 different readings from Pingdom and about 10 different readings from GT Metrics because they're different. They do different things. They test things in different ways. You're not going to get the exact same numbers, but if you have 10 or so of them, 
take an average and then keep a record of what that average was before you make any changes whatsoever. And I'm actually quite embarrassed to report that I didn't realize my site load time was as high as it was. My average was over 5.2 seconds on both of those different sites. So if you've been frequenting the website since the beginning of the year or whenever I updated to WordPress 5 or whatever has slowed down the site to the point where it was at now, I apologize to you, but I'm happy to say that the site speed is now below two seconds. My best uh, readings after the upgrade were 1.8 seconds and it does vary. I'm still playing around and doing some tweaks to see if I can get that even lower, but I'll tell you all the details on what got that speed down to where it is. And the biggest thing overall was the switch from PHP version 5.6 to 7.2. My site speed went from 5.2 on average to 2.8 immediately, just switching from PHP version 5.6 to 7.2, doing nothing else. And I tried that. I knew it was going to break my old website when I did it. But right before I switched to the new theme, I knew I could easily switch back to the old version of PHP. So when I was on my old theme, I said, hey, I'm, I'm just going to suck it up. It's going to break for two seconds, and then I'll switch it back. That was the biggest hit. I was so shocked that that one change made such a big difference. So if you are running PHP version 5.6 or 5.anything and or you have no idea what version of PHP you're running, do this today. Check with your web host. Just if if they have support, email, chat, you can call them. Check with them and ask them what version of PHP you're running. And if you know a little bit about your account, you can go into your cPanel and you can easily change it for all your websites by just grabbing that drop down and switching to version 7.2, say, and see how it performs. But be prepared. If anything breaks, all you have to do is grab that pull down and put it back to whatever version you were on previously. So there's really nothing to lose in trying that. And you will be surprised if you have a newer theme and everything is up to date, it probably should work just fine. And it's probably designed to work better with PHP 7.2, say, which is what I would recommend try it out. You would be surprised. You may find with just that one tweak, your website is running twice as fast as it was before. And that was the case for me with just that one small change. So I was really excited about that number one. So that was one thing I was looking forward to. And then when I switched to the theme, it dropped it down another, let's see. So it was was somewhere around between 2.6 and 2.8 seconds after the PHP switch, and then I got it down to 1.8. So it was almost another second or so that I dropped it by upgrading my theme. And when we're talking one second out of three or four seconds, that's somewhere between a 33 and a 25% increase just by updating your theme as well. So these are huge gains that you can achieve by upgrading not only your theme, but your PHP version. And these are some of the things you can look forward to because once you're site runs faster, people are going to be less likely to click off. They're going to have a great experience. They're going to want to stay longer. And it is going to help as far as a ranking factor as far as Google goes. Not only that, when you're updating your theme, you're updating your PHP versions, most likely you're updating to a mobile responsive theme and Generate Press is absolutely that. I got a lot of great reviews across the board as far as everything looking great, really clean on mobile devices and I could disable that WP Touch Mobile plugin 
that did all that for me, you don't have to use something like that anymore. Your theme does it. So the mobile experience is going to be a lot better as well. And that mobile responsiveness is absolutely a ranking factor. Recently, when I installed a different plugin, I broke that WP Touch Mobile a couple months back. I received a notification in my Google Search Console, which used to be called Webmaster Tools, that said, your pieces of content are not mobile responsive. And that's what told me that my WP Touch Mobile plugin was broken. I didn't realize that they were no longer being responsive, the pages, because that plugin was broken by a different plugin that I installed. So you don't have to worry about a lot of that. If your theme is taking care of that responsiveness, that's absolutely so important today because Google is utilizing mobile responsiveness as a ranking factor, and it's only going to help you the more responsive your website is. And after I was done editing, there was a couple of features that I forgot to mention that I wanted to go back and add. And that was that the Generate Press theme itself allows you to hide dates from posts, pages, allows you to hide the number of comments you have, things like that, where you might have websites that have evergreen content, that have a limited number of pieces of content, and you don't care about having the dates in the posts or pages. You may not have comments open on your site, so it doesn't do any good to show zero comments on there. So these are all features that you may have available in the themes that you had, but those were features that I didn't have and it wasn't easy to remove in my old themes. And that was something that I wanted to have the ability to use on a per case basis. And additionally, Yoast takes things a step further and as far as the snippets and the information that appear in Google, as far as your meta description and things like that, you can choose not to display the date in that output. I think in many cases it looks more professional if you don't have the date listed there than if you do and especially if you have some evergreen content that you don't necessarily need to update all that often if it shows there's two or three different articles and yours has a date and the date is one or two years old and the others either don't have a date or have a newer date in many cases somebody's going to click on those other articles first so if you have content that it doesn't matter what the date is if you really don't necessarily need to show the date those are some of the features that are both available in the theme itself for what's displaying when somebody goes to your website either via mobile or via desktop and you have some control over that data and what appears in Google when you utilize Yoast SEO. So I just wanted to mention those two things as those were two additional benefits that I received that I didn't have access to before in my old theme and when I was not using Yoast SEO. So all that to say my websites are now all the websites that I've updated to this theme PHP version 7.2 everything is more responsive everything is way better looking on mobile everything loads much quicker and there's one other positive oddity that I haven't been able to put my finger on yet but in the last several days since I updated the website I've gotten more email subscribers than I have in the last month so lately I haven't been doing a lot of promotion I haven't been saying go to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe the podcast episodes haven't been as often as I wanted so there's not that constant me asking you to join the list and giving you all the benefits of doing so. So I haven't changed anything, but in the last less than a week, I've gotten five email subscribers. And the month before that, I didn't get five email subscribers. So something has changed. The only thing different is that I updated the website. Nothing else as far as content goes. I haven't done any promotion. I haven't done any social media you know, recommendations to join the list. Nothing has changed, but I've gotten five email subscribers in the last week out of nowhere. So something is working, some some additional benefit, maybe the fact that the site has been loading quicker, 
pages have been re-indexed by Google. It has seen my sites quicker, more mobile responsive. I don't know the answer to why that's happened, but that is an added benefit, and that reminds me that I do want to build up that email list, do more with promotion of the email list, and really focus on providing value to my email list. So all these things are added benefits, fringe benefits of doing the upgrade, and I can't exactly point a finger at what might have caused that. But the bottom line is for me, everything has been positive so far as far as the switch over to a new theme, and I couldn't be more happy that I did it. I wish that I didn't wait this long to do it, of course. You commonly say that when things go well after a big you know, effort, after you put some time and effort into something and things go well, you usually wish, man, I should have done this before. That's one of those things. So if you've been thinking about updating your theme, making it more mobile responsive, making it quicker to load, giving it a more modern look and feel, or if you know that's something you should be doing, you've just been putting it off, really recommend that you do that now. First thing I'd recommend you do is a couple of the things that I mentioned as far as updating your plugins. When it comes to checking out a theme, I definitely would recommend you check out Generate Press. It's really lived up to my expectations and it's far exceeded them. It's really easy to use and I think you guys will really enjoy the customization and features available as part of the Generate Press premium plugin. Great support, really low cost. You can use it on all your websites. So it's really a great theme for you to check out. I highly recommend that. And then I would just say make sure that you're running at least PHP version 7.2. Check into that. Find out from your web host if you are, how to switch that. Should be really quick and easy. They could probably do it for you and switch it back, but I like to have that control myself in case anything breaks. You can just grab that pull down yourself, switch back to the old version, and you're just like you were before, so I like to have that control. But the bottom line is it was a really great experience. It's one I recommend. I'm really excited now that my sites are more modern. They can do so much more, and I'm motivated to go back and update some older content, get rid of some older content, clean up things that are completely out of date. So all this is providing more creative juices to just make everything better make the whole experience better, and I think it'll do the same for you. So if you get nothing else out of this episode, I hope you take some action. You do what you can to make your site a better experience for your audience, cut down those load times, make it more modern, make it more responsive, and all that's just only gonna benefit you as far as rankings, bringing in more traffic, and maybe even more email subscribers out of nowhere. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I don't wanna talk anymore. I see this is a little bit longer than usual, but there's a lot of content in here and a lot of different things that I wanted to touch on and really give you guys the whole picture on what it takes to upgrade and it really should not be as scary as you might be thinking it was. I thought there might be a couple of big gotchas, a couple of things to be concerned about, but none of that materialized. And I, What's that phrase? I think 90% of what you worry about never happens. In this case, it was 100%. So hopefully everything works great for you. If you guys have any questions, you can always email me, chris at nichesitetools.com. If you're not yet on my email list, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe where you'll get my newsletter. You'll get emails anytime new posts come out. And you'll also hear about deals like right now there's a 50% off deal on Amalinks Pro that I just emailed my audience about. So all those things you'll get if you're on my list. And you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. That theme again is nichesitetools.com forward slash generate press. And you can find all this information at nichesitetools.com forward slash 122 for this episode. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you again in the next episode. Bye-bye now. 